Pastor Dami, powerful word right there. Awesome word. Thank you. Are you ready for the word tonight? By the way, I would never have come in when the word is going on. That's a typical example of be careful who you follow. It's like back then I realized, say what protocol really believes are coming, what going on and come in front of the church. No. So, but I've forgiven them. I say, is it that deep? Yeah. So I have to keep saying, I walk in love. Love is walking on the inside of me. Perfect love, cast out, whatever. And my mind said, command thunder to strike. I thought, I walk in love. Love is in me now. Mm. I've got three things to say tonight. And then I want to pray. I want to spend time praying for you. I want to spend time showing you certain fundamentals and see, like we say, we're just hanging out tonight and talking as friends. And those who are standing at the back, if you want to sit down when you notice someone has been sitting for long, just tell them, bro, let me sit for a while, man. Come on, man. Be good. So just choose anyone. Say, bro, be good, man. What are you talking about? So this Sunday we have the soul train stuff because what we want to do is to see how God is multiplying us. Crises don't diminish a church. Crises grow a church. There are compliance officers around tonight. I think. <laughs> Look, I'm on, the, it's what time, I mean, I will not comply and I will publicly not comply. So, so we, I want to touch on three points just as we, I want to speak to you like God said, he speaks to Moses as a man speaks to his friend. On certain point that is necessary if you will grow. Number one, there is no financial crisis. There is no people crisis that can diminish or destroy a church. The only thing that can diminish a church is leadership crisis. It is never financial. And someone says, I'm not going there anymore. Like 50 people at once say, I'm not going there anymore. Listen, I've seen that in church. And what happened next, we just grew more. So God is saying that even people crisis does not mean anything. It still doesn't work. The crisis is when leadership collapses. When leadership collapses, it collapses from the inside. An implosion happens, then there's an explosion. So for me, there's never been... Your reaction is the compliance because I was fine. That's outside. It's not here. My mind says, so tell them if you will shut up and listen. But I said to my mind, don't do that. You're a pastor and you, you know, so I'm not going to obey my mind. God forbid. 
God forbid, you must not be rude like that. <laughs> so, it is leadership implosion from the inside. When group leaders start to lose a grip on followership. So, people under you will be taking advantage of people and you won't know. What you then become is Eli. Eli saw his son sinning at the gate of the tabernacle and he threw a blind eyes. And then God raised a David still within because his church cannot collapse. From within he raised David in the same synagogue or in the same temple where Eli's sons were messing up. He raised David to say to Eli, I, the Lord, will do a new thing and it will tingle in the ears of those who hear it. But it's not a nice new thing. It is judgment. Why will God come to judge himself? It's very simple. Because the one in charge is no longer in charge. He's too weak now to say, no, you can't do that with girls. You don't do that. This is what you do. As long as that is there, let me tell you what correction does. Correction protects the corrector and the corrected. He protects both. It is not one-sided. The corrector just helped you avert judgment. It's as simple as that. How do you know someone that God has rejected? They no longer take correction. When God rejects a person, their heart becomes stiff. It means God is done with you. If you ever come to that state, that's how you know God is done with you. Never mind what American preachers then say, he's done. Because repentance is by the Holy Spirit. As long as there is genuine repentance, it is still the work of the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, you will feel, why am I even submitting to this? Doesn't why I can be free and do what I like. Now the Holy Spirit is gone. So the presence of the Holy Spirit is not not doing, it's being convicted. Do you understand that? So Imagine a person says to a girl, if you don't do this for me sexually, I won't give you this. Now, that's a more wicked man than an unsaved man. You're not answering me. If a pan falls now, you're going to all talk. And we talk tonight, right? That's the spirit of wickedness. It's a perverted spirit that God will judge. Is a spirit of wickedness. Say, but I brought you to the church and they're helping you. So if you don't do this, I will just pull my support away. Now, that's even more wicked than the devil. Because the devil will not take you to church. It will at least take you to hell. <laughs> so he already struck a deal with you from the beginning. Do you understand that? You cannot do helping in heaven stuff. That's not where I'm going tonight. I'm just laying certain foundation. Why? So that you can understand how to last and take nations. In the culture of the world, that's how they behave. 
And so, in their culture too, if you have a girl looking for approval, they will seek you from anybody. And usually their body is the offering for that. A guy will not sleep with you and approve you, will disapprove you. Stop keeping straight faces, guys. It's not, you already know. You already know that's what you're going to do. You already know. It's more like, yeah. but it will be difficult to say, that's right. So, I wanted to go back to what we were saying yesterday about their culture. Because all of that for me is to get into a new culture now. Anyone that everyone does not assign with you cannot click with you even if they have sex with you. For most guys, it's just, that's when they realize, ah, no, she's not for me. <laughs> not this one, not this one, not this one. Moving on. <laughs> you will, you will, you will use... You will use your next three years to complain about the guy, and each time you sing with another girl, you will start you will start panicking. Your panic don't mean anything. Your panic just makes the guy feel wanted more, and he just see how she's yeah looking for me. It doesn't mean anything. You're wasting your time. It does not mean, and then afterwards, you will sit down hoping that God will judge him. <laughs> so you're standing thinking, ah, oh God, one, one day something is going to happen. No, he just got married. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> what? He said it's Alex. He <laughs> was doing some stuff, then I said what? Well, so he pointed at <laughs> Listen to me. Because I need to talk to you about something important, but this is my own entry point. Listen to me. God is not going to judge anybody for two people who are in the wrong territory. The normal principle of life will judge you and it will play out exactly as it's meant to be. So Solomon will say constantly, do not awaken love until it's ready. In all his proverbs, the wise man. He said, because if it's not ready for you, you can give all your body all you like. Imagine a girl telling me idiotic things like I cook for him. It's idiotic. It's idiotic. Like, what are you?
So I said, well, that means your food offering is not accepted. But he eats it. Yes, you have to eat it to not accept it. So, so what I want to show you tonight, you would wonder why this is important to what I'm talking about, about culture. What I want to show you tonight is the divine culture and behavior of covenant people. Because they are covenant people because of their culture. It has nothing to do with how old you are or how young you are or how weak you are. Because for those of us who are sisters, I think we play on weakness. You're just playing tricks with your weakness because you know you're strong when you want to be strong. I'm just saying, I'm weak sometimes. You're, even that is trick. I already know that strength. You're not weak. You're determined. You're determined. And what you've mastered is, if it takes you being weak to get what you want, then you'll be weak. I'm telling you guys now, they're not weak. It's not true. It's not true at all. The Bible says to, to relate with them as weaker vessels, not as weak vessels. And I've defined what that means to you. I've defined it. Now, this is important for me to clear that how so that we know how people of Zion behaves. It doesn't matter if you are 12 or 13. So that's my number one point. And why is that important? A community without strong ladies is a helpless community. Because God said it's not good that they should be alone. I will create help. So don't ask God for help if you don't have right women. No, you didn't understand that. God help me. He said locate the sister. No, I didn't say the wife. He said locate the sister because the original intention of God is that it's not good that they should run society alone. I will now create help. In other words, when the woman shows up, you see help. Not a sex machine or, or I don't want to use slave. Or, what was I supposed to use? That's not so right, right? That didn't come out right at all. That just didn't come out right at all. Two, 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 two. Apologies to the nations. Twos. Sorry, two. No compliance. No compliance. No, no, no. I, I said that and then my hair said, that didn't come out, right? No way. So rewind that periscope. It's not a, it's not a, it, it's not, it, let me just, just use two, right? That's safe side. It's a help. So imagine using someone that is your help as a tool, sexually. So what you just did was to break help. 
Now, the prison that is supposed to help you is now broken because of your lifestyle now, because you've moved on. So, your help is broken. So, you wonder why am I not progressing? You just broke help. You just destroyed help. What I want to say next, now I've been careful for something to come out right. You, there's a table here, but you want to use this as your car. So you broke it down. The way of is looking. Now I'm very careful. It's more like look. It's look says as you're going, you're going to get into a territory that is terrible. Okay, it's your problem. I leave it with you. Can't be bothered anymore. He's <laughs> just looking at me, smiling like you're going. You're treading on very dangerous and you will drop something that is very wrong and you'll be on newspaper tomorrow morning. So God said I will create an helpmate. The helpmate also has, have to understand that if you have to do anything to please a man it's because you have not become a helpmate. A man will understand your value the moment he sees you, if you've become a helpmate, if you appear otherwise, the problem is not him, it's you. Those of you who are leaders, these are the things you put in your 14, 13 year olds. You must understand value I, and understand appreciation for value. No matter how much you rate a man, if he doesn't have appreciation for a value, it may look like a man is not. Look does not mean that's what he is. It looks like, but it's really not. It doesn't have caution. It doesn't understand boundaries. It doesn't understand respect for words. It doesn't understand what to touch and what, no, not what, as in what. It doesn't understand who. Uh -huh, yeah, thank you, Enrique. You're good. You're good. <laughs> who, but it's actually what because there are certain things that you don't touch. They are not things because they are not human. It's just that look at this in court thing. It's sacred. This is a help sent to me. This is a helpmate. It is not her as a person. It is her as an institution of help in certain areas. Don't touch it. Otherwise, you'll destroy your seed. Don't touch it, otherwise you'll destroy the woman, the development of your purpose. As a person, it is supposed to be co-working. And I understand that this culture must be very, because this is a young people's church, right? It must be very entrenched. It must be at the foundation of our faith. And I'm not asking that you will not feel human. I'm just saying that the, 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 the manifestation of God in your life is the ability to cage humanity. The Adam man that God created tames humanity. 
replenish the earth, subdue it. This is what humanity has caused. It sent you to subdue that. And if you don't start by subduing your own humanity, you cannot subdue the nations. And that is the call of God over us. This is divine culture. This is what God has called us to do. I, I, I was, was it Pastor Dami, I was speaking to, they said, oh, they would just think because there's in Nigeria, there's this pastor who was popular and he wears Gucci and designers and he's messed around and he came on newspaper. So they're just saying your pictures to Nigeria, turn down what you wear. I said, unrighteousness will not make righteousness that quickly. It's madness. Why would it be a dirty, unrighteous person that will make me change? Imagine righteousness shifting. Oh, so now get me, nothing wrong with Primer or TM, I'm just saying, so now get me Primer because I don't want to look like the guy who is sinning. And I've been here 14 years living right with God. I'm supposed to change for him. No, the devil is a liar. If I like, I can, if you reign in righteousness, if I like, I can wrap myself in Gucci. And my, my only thing out is my eyes, if I like. We don't share the same name. We don't share the same God. We don't share the same righteousness. It is righteousness that exalts a nation. And by his grace, I can speak of myself and say, look, if you don't, don't accept me then. Want to change your country? Don't change it then. That's your problem. Who cares? Well, yeah, not who cares as in who cares. I care. Not I care as in I care, but I care as in I care. <laughs> the Bible says the righteous are as bold as the lion and that's what exalts a nation I wish that many of you as young as you are have grown to a place because we cannot take the nation without taming humanity because what you're called to do is to tame so don't Expect the world not to be the world. That's what they are supposed to be. If a person is gay, that's what he's supposed to be. That's not your problem. <laughs> Imagine a fornicator condemning a gay. And I'm sitting back seeing two of them fighting. And a doctor said, God does not like gay. I'm sitting there thinking... <laughs> When is Satan fighting Satan? Wow. If it's Satan, I'm just saying. Why are you guys clashing? He said, oh, but the, so they've gone to do this rally, American rally, protesting against gay. Leading them is a man who has like three kids outside of wedlock and his wife does not know yet. Oh, after I'm not gay. Yeah, you're not gay, but you're going to, get children from every nation you're not going to take the nation you're just going to contribute to the people that will be erased from the nation why are you carrying placard leave them alone everybody has the right to be whatever they want to be preach jesus and if they accept jesus jesus will do the work in their life leave it alone leave it alone he didn't say, therefore, go ye into all the earth. 
and get rid of homosexuals. No. It said make disciples. In other words, tempt people can tame nation and make disciples. You know the word disciple? Can we, can we check the word disciple? I'm just laying a foundation for tonight. What's the word disciple? How will I know that Omni or Reverend Dapo or Pastor Lola or Pastor Mark or Pastor Sam or Pastor Otho or Pastor Dami? How would I know that whatever field they are in, they will tame it and streamline it to what God wants it to be? I would check out they've tamed them. If this guy is in control of himself, forget about his struggles. He will be in control of the nations. Because it can control him. That's it. So now the culture, are you ready, sir? Disciple. One who, don't worry, just read on. They wake up after us. A learner. One who receives or professes to receive instruction from another. Uh -huh. An adherent to the doctrine. Of another so we've seen the doctrine of the word if you adhere to the doctrine of the word the word will adhere to your doctrine hey that's the most powerful thing I've learned in my life if I can adhere to the doctrine of the word now I have many reasons not to when we're young, we can say, yeah, the reason why I don't do this is because of this. I don't do that because of that. You have all those things to say, but I've taught you this before. It is good that you keep repenting because that means the Holy Spirit is working with you, but a time comes when you are no longer trustworthy. And what does God do with those who are not trustworthy? It doesn't cancel you. It just limits you. It has to be limited because you can't trust this person with certain stuff. They don't have the capability to do it. It is not, a, let me tell you the truth. It's not like, oh, um, other churches don't have as many people as Park Nation because da, 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 da. No, God trusts people with people. It is not the pastor that speaks most perfect. See, I don't say this to young people. I'm da, 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 da. No, no, no. He's trusting people with you. He knows. <laughs> don't just calm down. But let's, let's now get into this culture now. A few things we want to discuss tonight. Have you got time for the word or are you tired? Are you sure? Still alive? Can we all agree if I see one person sleeping, we just close the service? What do you mean? No, I'm just, so what should I do then? Send them home. You heard that now. Sleeping or dozing will just take your picture and say, go home. And protocol will see you to the bus stop. If you came with a car, no, bus. Say, wow. So I need two scriptures tonight, and I've cleared the way now we can talk, right? You already know we don't operate a church of oppression. There is no leader that has the right to put demand on you that is not in scriptures. 
if you do it, it's because you're a daughter or son of the devil also. It's not because you honor leadership. You don't honor leadership to sin. <laughs> you actually honor leadership not to sin. Honor leadership to sin. Why do we not sin? Or so to speak. Because we're taming a nation inside us in order to tame the nation. Do you understand that? So I'm not saying because of heaven or hell or any of those things, fair enough, what whoever taught you that, good for them, and I hope they get there. I'm saying that a man or woman who is in control of himself will eventually be in control of the nations. If you give a man or a woman who is not in control of themselves, the nations, when they get it, they will destroy everything. They will bring it down. They will use little to destroy much. And you, you, you read history, you will find out why people never became things. Somehow, something they've done when they were much younger just resurfaced. They never thought it could bite anymore, but it just creeped out of nowhere. And all of a sudden, they have to withdraw from the race and say, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I want to um, just announce that I'm no longer the candidate for blah, 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 blah. But they've got great potential. Now, if you've had that kind of a past, God has a way of correcting it once you become trustworthy walking with him. Did we clear that now? Yes, yeah? Okay. First scripture. Go for it. <laughs> I know she didn't know it. I'm just, I was teasing her. <laughs> you should have seen her face like. <laughs> Today we remember the time Pastor Faith <laughs> used to dance to altar call. Anyone was here then? We were at dinner and I mean lunch or whatever and we remembered her. And we were saying, I wonder how many people she's chased away from Spark Nation. Imagine you say, if you are here today and you are a dead sinner and your life is going wrong and you want to come to the Lord Jesus, come. And then she comes. And I'm, and I'm standing there thinking, God, you said you're going to show me deeper water. So I can't condemn this because I don't know what move of God is this. She cries all true. And I'm thinking, what sin, what are you, do you, what do you do? Do you, like, have intercourse with sheep and... Don't, what do you do? Because if it is just number one, it's fine. It's not even that deep. You know, if a person 
Christ to a point where you say, no, 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 the sin is not, no, 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 no. It's not that, it's fine. Yeah, like, whoa, how far did you go? What is going on? Because if it is just normal things that we, we all have done, no, it's, it's fine. You're, you're gay, yeah, it's okay. Gay, the cry for gay is like 45 minutes, it's fine. Yeah, but this is like three, four hours. So you're standing there thinking, what does she do? What do you do? So I was saying, I said to Pastor, I said, what was happening then, now we know, is there were so many demons. That we've been pulled out one by one. And it's called remembrance. <laughs> now you can't believe Pastor Faith ever did that, right? She's like, so it was terrible. <laughs> I don't know why we don't have video for it. I don't know what happened to the video department, but I know what happened. Alicia was the camera woman. <laughs> Alicia was a camera woman, guys. So for us seeing all that, she just said, oh, this is so normal. Oh, wow, this is, this is good. It's not like capture moment. It's not a moment. It's normal. It's... Imagine Alicia behind the camera. Uh, nope, I'm not. You're not coming on video today. No, no video. No, I already have the list of videos today. I don't like her. No videos. I like him. They said there's registration for who appears on video today. Did you register for this video shoot? It's not a video shoot, bro. It is church service. Whosoever, these are my parents. I need that. And of course, I need Mary and Martha. I've spoken about them before, but I want to get into the mindset of Jesus tonight. We want to get into his mind because he just tamed everything. It shows so much authority that it tamed the rivers and the sea. It tamed them. It tamed them because it's tamed, it's got something. And so, I don't know if, and I understand if when you came to this house, you came to church. And all of a sudden, it dawns on you that this is more than that. I'm not saying it's more than church because church is the biggest, most powerful institution. But you know what I mean. It's okay. You came to church because of religion. And all of a sudden, you've come 
and it dawns on you that this is going to ask you for a bit more. It's going to cost you life. And so in order for us to really understand the dynamics of this, which your leaders have been doing, is to know why this is so from Scripture. So the one that we follow, who is Christ, we need to get into his mind how he thought and still thinks, but most importantly, how he thought when he was here. So I want to get into some of his mind to understand divine culture. You know, we destroyed in culture yesterday, right? Yes, sir. Talk to me, Boris. Don't stroke your beard. I said, what's going on tonight, man? I'm, I'm just going to, I don't really want to preach. So whatever comes up, I'll just go for it. We have started pulling down. Because culture is the word used for stronghold. For the weapon of our warfare is not canal, but they are mighty through God. To the pulling down, the strongest hold in your life is culture. And when people become Christians, the stronger becomes culture and religion. We spoke yesterday about how people get spooky. God works in the prophetic, but it does not stay there. When we begin to build certain services, because God healed with mantle, like handkerchief, so we now start having services for it. We fix the 28th of each month. I see Paul had Anki service. They call it Anki in Nigeria. They say, bring your Anki. As if he had a service for it. No, he didn't. It was the working of God among the church. And as he walked, certain things are used and dumped. Because it's God Almighty. It is not culture. So the church you and I met is culture, not relationship. And strong God is so powerful that you can get to a point where if you are not doing what you know according to your Christian culture, you'll feel, am I really serving God? That's right. He's going through a lot. He's answering, say, yeah, it's crazy, man. What religion, what have you been, what's going on, really? In true details. <laughs> that I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> like, don't pick on me, please. I'm good, go away. <laughs> but on a serious note, true to what he just said, it's so true that you can turn yourself against God because you don't think you are pleasing God. Yeah. You don't think you're praying enough. So you get angry with God. Because you don't think you are talking to God enough. So you stop talking to God in order to fulfill your anger of not talking to him. By not talking to him. Because if I can't talk to him for one hour, it means I'm not talking to him enough. Like this guy is just sitting there looking for people to talk to. Like I'm just 
strolling through heaven. So you, nothing is happening in the earth. I've destroyed Afghanistan. Then what? Um, so no G's today. Um, okay, I'll go to Lebanon and raise the city. I've done that, but ah, that was so quick. I'm just waiting for people staying overnight. Oh, are these old women going to come and pray overnight now? No. No. He's interested in followership. And the, that's why the Bible says it is day unto day that he utters speech. It is continuous. It didn't say day unto day they speak to him. He utters speech. Now, what your prayer response shows me if he's speaking to you. Because if he really spoke, you will pray. Did you hear me? That's why when the word finishes here, either any of your leaders teach, you want to pray. Because he just spoke to you. Uh -huh. So what is supposed to propel prayer? It is word first. It sends his word. And all of a sudden there is a steering. If your prayer life is dry, it's because word is dry. So when you come into the midst of word, all of a sudden I've seen people try to pray before we finish speaking. And it was easy for you to keep going on and on like we will do tonight because there's been a fuel. And so Jesus spent time not with them in prayer. He spent time with them in words. And he would go at night to pray. Most times by himself. Are you listening to me tonight? Are you sure you're ready for the word tonight? By himself, he will go to pray. And it will come back to fuel them. Because a day is going to come that they will be in the upper room for hours praying. Because it would have given them the word that is necessary. Have you still got the word gauge going on in your life? So if people fail, let me show you why. You cannot come into this culture with your culture. It does not accept an Igbo man, a Yoruba man, a Spanish man, that, that, that it's unacceptable in the kingdom. It does not exist. There is only one culture. It is kingdom. I'm really saying this. I need you to get it. It is not like in our culture. Then it will have to send you to your culture to do your thing. When you arrive, it's a kingdom man. Already with the kingdom culture. All those charades your parents do on your wedding day, all of a sudden the man becomes a cultural masquerade. That's his own problem. And he has the right to do that. Once you've done your church wedding or registration or whatever you guys do in that court stuff. All the other thing does not mean anything. Before God, you do realize there was no traditional marriage in the Bible, right? Why? Did you hear what she said? He said, tell them, sir. Hmm. Why 
Why was there no traditional one? Because the tradition is God. He created Eve and he conducted that marriage in the garden that day and made man do his confession before God. And that's why we say church one is the most important because that's where it started. Adam had no culture. Eve had no who gives this woman away. It was God that did that, the same one who created Adam. That's a deep word right there. You will get it in three years' time, believe me. It is the same creator for both. Not different creators. You get it? It was the same. So it's, it won't work with two creators. It's going to be a problem because it, there will be two cultures here. And these two cultures will constantly have to iron out issues. But if it is the same culture, so the father Isaac told Esau, said don't marry outside of Israel. But Solomon did differently. The Bible says Solomon began to marry other women from other nations. And it was so subtle, but it was real. The Lord is at, imagine Solomon, the guy who offered a thousand burnt offering. And the God of this culture spoke to him and gave him everything. He started to worship in the house of the gods of his wives. So that's not a weak vessel. The man is a weak one. Because he got you from your God to, his, to our God. And he began to burn incense to the God that is not the God of Israel. Because he has written and entered a pact with another kind of culture. And so be careful of church. Because most are not built on this culture. They are built on religion. Where we came from, when you come into church, they give you scarf. To cover your hair as a woman. Look, it's not, it is not optional. The usher is looking at you like, <laughs> it's not, oh, do you want a scarf? It's like, take or go. It's like take or go. So it's not like, oh, do you want? No, no, no. It's like you want, you need it. In order to reach God today, imagine a person, listen now, who runs one of the biggest churches in the world, does a big camp in Nigeria and causes all the, sorry, and healings happen. I'm talking about culture. It said when it goes to other churches, it doesn't take communion. They said, why? It said because communion is supposed to be taken at night, not during the day. What is, that, that's the question. What is happening? These men have lost touch with the earth, so you have to say all manner of stuff. 
He said, Jesus, he said, it is anti-God to take communion during the day. For real, I'm not even, I, I need to tell you this culture so that you're not deceived by men. He said, it's not good during the day. It is anti-scripture. He said, and when communion started, which was in the days of Israel, when Israel was coming out of Egypt, communion started that night. They ate the communion, but it was night, not day. So the question to you, big, big man, is in heaven where it was instituted, is there night and day? I'm just asking you because this is supposed to be a spiritual thing. Is it like in heaven right now? God said, oh, guys, bedtime. <laughs> Anyone who takes communion now, <laughs> it's too late. I, I, I eat with my... These men are supposed to have retired years ago, but they are still holding that thing because it's all a lie. What does it matter when you eat communion? It is the fellowship of our Lord Jesus Christ. It said, and most of the Bible says, weeping may endure for a night. It didn't say for a day, it says. These things, you hear it, you sit down, and you ask yourself, am I hearing right? This is in a to two million people. You wonder to yourself, they are all culture. What God is trying to do with you, Spark Nation, is to raise a people, not a people without culture, but a people with a different culture. So Jesus spent time. Now I understand why Jesus spent so much time teaching. 90-something percent of his ministry was not miracle. It was teaching. Because what he needed, them, the miracles were pointers to make people listen to what he was teaching. In a country where millions of people are hungry and angry, what does when you eat communion matter? What does that have to do with anything you lead? You're supposed to be the Christian leader. And since you've been, the country has been the worst country in the world. Why? Because we raised cultures that are induced by demons. But this culture, the danger of it is that it cages people. And I, I, I've told you, for me, this so-called Christian thing you guys are doing, what matters to me is just three facts. That Jesus is the Son of God. That he resurrected on the third day. And that he's seated with the Father. I believe in the Trinity. All those other things that you say, I don't care. He is Lord. He is the King. There's no doubt about that. Those are things that will not change. That's not a culture. That's truth. Every other thing is built on that. So don't let anybody bamboozle you with how much they know the Bible. They may know the Bible, but the Bible does not know them. They may think they know God, but he doesn't know them. They are astute with religion. 
And the first thing you see with such people is they have a very critical spirit. Because it is easy to criticize when you do nothing. You can analyze spark if there's nothing to analyze about your life. You can take a good analysis of spark, but bro, what can we analyze about your life? We don't know you, nothing. The only thing that we can do is to analyze your analysis of spark. And if we try to do that, we will have the paralysis of analysis. Better than Dambozi. So, these two scriptures that we're going to read tonight are my, my, my intention for this week is to get you to understand that when we zero in into this culture, it is total. And what God asked for, one of the first things in this culture is self-sacrifice. Meaning, you don't give your half in this kingdom, you give your all. The world never asks you for your half as well. It makes you feel like that's all they ask for. They even tell you what you're doing, you're doing for your own good. But they are asking you for your whole. On the altar of the queen, you must sacrifice everything. It takes your emotion. Brexit is not just dragging, it is to suck everybody in to the point that some of you who don't read newspaper at all, you get angry now. Isn't it? I'm like, when did you start reading newspaper? This thing has been prolonged so much that everybody. But you see, Brexit is of their kingdom. It doesn't concern you. Of course, it concerns Jade and all the political mountain people that's beautiful. But that's not your business. There is a culture in the kingdom. So two scriptures. He asks you for your complete life. You can't serve him half. And for him, and the third scripture with no one has forsaken father, mother, da, 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 for my sake. That's the kingdom. So the kingdom, when it comes, it makes sure that you have things and it sees if you can forsake it for the sake. That's how our culture works. In the other culture, they say, no, 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 you don't need to forsake them, love them. They are talking you into things, but you will forsake them without knowing you have. Can we start now in scripture? Talk to me. While Jesus was still talking to the crowd, uh -huh. his mother and brothers stood outside. We've read this scripture before, but tonight, again, I just want to give instructions because... Let me tell you, if we have 100 givers, and we say, you see these 100 givers, we want them to raise 120K. Can I tell you why that is? 120K is given to this guy and his team to raise. He wasn't ready. All the rest are just sharing with him. That's the fact. That's the truth. So, the other 99 are carrying things for him when he's trying to get ready. I don't care how crypto is behaving. In this kingdom, it is not how the world behaves. 
that dictates is how we behave that dictates the world's behavior. Did you hear what I just said? It is not the other way around. Well, market is low. No. In the kingdom, when there is unity and force and holiness, what happens is we behave. And our behavior regulates what we need in the world. Do, do you understand that? We are the ones that are tamed. Our taming then speaks. So don't sit there and say, oh, the girls are the ones coming to me. They are compliance officers. So make the match. So when you want to touch, I just remember, market will drop. It may not drop the next day. It may drop in three months' time. But because your own behavior was not regulated, leadership is behavior regulation so that we can regulate the world. Did you hear what I just said, please? So why would I not walk in sin? I understand that this, this one person like you are regulates a lot of things. My thought, my emotion, my strength or weakness that I yield to regulates what happens outside. God is able. It's not going to give me 10 billion. It has to give you. Otherwise, a person will become all in all and he will not fight for his purity. He will not fight for his taming. Because he, God knows, why would you not give me 10 billion? He knows once I have it, I'm distributing it to everybody. And God says, no, no, no. I have a destiny for this guy that must be tamed. And if it's not tamed, it will only be a giver. It will not be a taker. It is important to be a taker, my friend. Every giver must be a taker. You're not just taking from your brother. You take the nations. And that is because of regulation. That's why I said tonight, I want to teach briefly and then pray for you. Why would the world not submit to leadership? They don't understand it is regulation. So if your pastor picks up the phone and says, Zainab, where are you? The Bible says they will give account for our soul. So what am I doing? I'm regulating her. Not controlling a true person has no time to control anybody. But I'm looking at this guy and saying, no, no, no. You cannot be alone. Because that will not be regulation. I told you about Eli at the start. He failed to regulate his children. God killed those children and raised a Samuel in the house. So it is not something wrong with the church. There was something wrong with the leadership. When the leadership crashed, there was no longer word of God. So the best thing that would happen in my life is I have real regulator. Go on the street of London and do as you like and see if you won't go to prison. By the way, the way you are parked, man. Wow. The way you parked, you can't, you know, stop coming to epiphany. It is not just that it's on the bus lane. It's facing the car coming. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I should have said the way you perked. <laughs> and you just oh, the way I perked. 
But it's cool. I like his bold, his boldness. But outside there, they use the law to regulate us. It is not the bill that makes you fear. It is the consequence of the bill. So imagine a man or a woman who has no consequence for whatever they do. They say, you are free. You are a young girl. You packed out of the house. You now live alone. You can do what you like. The issue is there is a bill for it. And the first bill is not just pregnancy or whatever that is. The bill is you will not take nations because they go. So what happens? A person gets into Harvard or Cambridge as an adult, 18, 19 year old. You have a hostel. You're not going anywhere. It's just not like, oh, this is party night. We're free. We're free. No. In your hostel, there's a way you dress. There is a time you go out. There is a time you don't go out. There is a time to go to sleep. They're everything regulated. No wonder they produced, Italy has produced so many prime ministers. They were regulated lives. Those of you who believe you are business people or whatever, you are not business people. It's just that you like irregularity. You are not regulated. So nothing wakes you up to say go to work. So it doesn't matter. You don't go to any work. You just wake up and you do business when you like. You don't stay up late because you love business. You are just a lazy person without control. So after watching many films, you say, oh yeah, let me check website. I'm researching into my business because nothing regulates you and say now enough. Such people will never take nations. So they can be givers, but they won't be takers. Because they are not regulated. God's fivefold ministry was for regulation, for the maturing of the saints. As they mature, they are ready for the work of the ministry. So God says to me, who regulates you? So when you see a person say, I have no leadership, I just believe in God. That's a devil's child. It's not true. Because we don't know when you like, you will do what you like. And God says, if I make people are fighting God for that reason in Nigerian politics, God says, no, no, no. It is important sometimes. Kingship was God's system of rulership, not democracy. Why? Because royalty will teach their children. So he has a father. So even if his father is dead, when it's misbehaving, they will come and say, this is not what your father. This is not as your father taught these things. So Jesus spent time teaching them. He was teaching them all these values, guys. Yes, the first training is how to give our lives and our resources. But then the next training is how to take the nations. I needed to let you see why some of the people that will leave is out of one thing. Rebellion, I don't have to be under control. Don't fight that. Freedom has a cost. 
So I intentionally put myself under regulation. I submitted to regulation 14 years ago. And this is some of the result of it. All things, Paul said, all things are lawful to me. He said, but not all things are expedient. So why do other graduates come out like this? Daniel once went to Cambridge for his interview or whatever. And the regulation is so tough. In fact, I think there is a corridor. Once you walk through that corridor, it's a place of no return. Is, is that right? Oh, yeah. You can only go through that corridor once you graduate. So you're looking at it every day. That's cold. You call us cold. You're looking at it every day and say, one day I'll walk through this corridor. <laughs> we can't take the nation. Let me tell you something. A whole set, let's say the church is in debt, a whole set got wiped out for the church to grow. Those who are complaining, I have no money. I'm home money. I'm home money. I'm, I'm old money. They all left. New breed came. That doesn't do anything to a church, my friend. It's too strong for them. But the real crashing is when leadership has no regulation. You can put a, a hit, an eight-year-old that has regulation to lead a church because he has got regulation. I can't understand why a 10-year-old is a minister. Wake up, dumb. The gist is this. Is she's a minister because we're talking that a whole generation can have regulation. So she's no longer just free. When she walks out, she says, I'm a minister. Something is regulating me now. Why is that a problem? She doesn't have to drink blood or eat intestines. She's just a minister. She's regulated. Do you understand that? When you were called a pastor, your ordination was to say, now you have regulation. There is nothing called, nobody has the right into my private life. You are a pastor. Your private life has now become a public matter. We are all now, we, the day you got ordained, I know you're moving mad, like I'm pastor and pastor. No, we all just moved into your life. So everything you do, you would have to account. Let me tell you something in case you don't know. As a member in court or whatever, you can stop any pastor and ask their hey, what did you do with that, 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 that? If they say what? <laughs> At that moment, they just threw the oil away. Is a shepherd. Listen. Of course, not on crypto. Jesse, you can't ask him question on crypto. That's crypto. But as in the pastor. You can turn to author and say, uh -huh, sir. Listen, nothing will happen. Nothing is going to happen. 
That one is allowed. So people who, have we said to this tonight? How do you become a leader? You live a regulated life. You're regulated. How do you make sure? Joseph was so regulated that he had a divine watch over his life. So when he was in a free secret place to commit adultery with Potiphar's wife, he didn't say if Potiphar knows. He said, this will be a sin against my chief regulator. And at that point, God realized he can run a nation. God realized that it can, it is no longer, look, what puts you in position of power and prominence is not your age or qualification, it's your regulation. Would you trust a doctor who had not gone to school with, with surgery? I, believe me, I read a newspaper, a doctor in, in Ghana, who, yeah, yeah, operates on people and performs surgery, but he didn't go to school. And nobody has died. <laughs> Yes, that's right. So this guy's got divine gift, and he was saying that in court. That, no, nobody has died. I've been successful. But he's, the problem is not his gift. The problem is his regulation. In other words, you can be doing it with gift. One day it will go wrong. And when it goes on, there is no standard to hold you to. You, you may even decide to kill somebody. So you came to me for surgery and kill him. But because there is no law guiding you. There is nothing that will hold you. It wasn't Ghana, it was Nigeria, by the way. Oh, by the way, we're preaching in Wembley again tomorrow. I don't know why, but I don't know why. I don't know why at all, but yeah. But I know because you think that's my expectation. So let's do it. Yeah. But they've been thinking I'm supposed to announce it since last Sunday because it's a big program, and the man who leads it is prayer for Europe. Um, and it's powerful. It's lived 50, 60 years 56 years or 60 years of leading prayer, five, <laughs> no, no, five, five, <clears throat> that was genuine. Yeah. 5,000, 6,000 people, 5,000, 6,000 people praying all day tomorrow. Hello, guys. I'm serious now. Five, six thousand people. You saw the picture of the last one, and I think it was good. You did. The one where I was raising my hand. So, I've been told to ask you guys to come and support it as well. I did mention that I don't think they will come. <laughs> but I do think I would drag some people, so 
we have a cinema on Monday for 100 people. If you want to be one of those 100, show up in Wembley tomorrow and we'll take registration <laughs> for the prayer tomorrow. But seriously, the work the man is doing is amazing. 80 Nigerians were picked up for fraud, money fraud, by FBI the other day. 80 by FBI. And no, you won't be picked up there if you come. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> because you said, what's going on? What's going on? Otto was already looking at So what's going on? The reason why I'm saying it is I do hope you can come. But the moment I was reading about Nigerians being picked up for fraud, boom, the email came in for me to come and speak to 5,000 white people, and I'm the one taking offering. The same time I was reading Nigerians picked up, in all the program is full of white people, Toby we got offering. So what am I supposed to do? Just jump there and say, boom, I'm from Nigeria, guys. Give me offering. I'm like, bad timing, bad timing. Everybody has read the news, it's everywhere, and here comes this Nigerian guy saying, yeah, give your money. Everybody, people are led to pray for the nation's peace. Even young people pray. People are going to pray and lead for young people to be saved, and I'm for offering. So I'm thinking, why offering? Why at the time when Nigerians are being picked for fraud, why offering? Just put me in prayer for revival, something that we not have to talk about money. But it's good. I'm still going to talk about Nigeria. See, and say, yeah, so now dip your hands into your pocket <laughs> and give your substance. <laughs> we haven't even read scriptures, and I want to close. Whoa, we've played around a lot tonight. It's 9 30. Let me look for a shortcut now. If you haven't got anything, please get this. Listen now. It's all about self-regulation. How do I know those who will take the nations? And self-regulation is not just adultery or fornication. It's anger as well. When you know now is the time to get angry. And like Pastor Dami did, he had to regulate him. Say no. I'm regulated. Anger. So what anger would have done is save the company a million dollars or pounds. What anger pounds, what anger would have done is it would throw all that away and it will walk out of that place feeling that it did his right. He protested against racism. What is my own with racism? I'm saying I want to make money. Someone says, oh, you black, that, that. I say, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that's fine. Can we move on? <laughs> Honestly, racist abuse don't annoy me. I don't know why. And I've tried. <laughs> no, no, seriously. You know, when people are really passionate about it, he called me a, a, a monkey. He called me a monkey. He called me a monkey. <laughs> when I've heard people saying that, 
I've tried to participate in their anger. I said, no, this is the... But my heart just laughs. Like, <laughs> you do look like... <laughs> Honestly, it doesn't truly annoy me. I don't know about you. Maybe it does annoy you because they say, our, our forefathers were cheated. Honestly, my, I wouldn't care less. What, my forefather was not cheated. It never... I wish... Look, I wish my forefather was cheated as in brought here. And we all grew up here together, cheated, and he has a big farm. No, it, the guy didn't leave his village. So I'm not, I'm not fighting for our forefathers. So Black History Month is coming. We have to stand up for our right. I'm like, yeah. I don't feel it. I don't have any problem. I say, but is racism allowed? I'm just, I'm speaking for myself that I'm not going to punch a person because they think, oh, you black man on the street. Well, if it makes you money, I'll support it and say, fight it. Yeah, but we all know it's not real, right? But you're going to make it real, right? But if it's not real, it gets you angry and frustrated. Um, I'm thinking, no. Pastor Dami said it when they got to work. His boss was using words, maybe not racist words particularly, but he felt this old man is just a racist. But God was taming something in his life. Because we don't think like that in our kingdom. Don't let the news media put that in your head. It is still the same color controlling everything. When they want to make issue out of something that gets them attention, they throw more light on it. And we all start jumping around on it. We all start tweeting. It only makes money for Fox News. It's still controlled by them. If they are bored, they say, oh, they are fighting now for women's rights. And everybody is after it now. It is still the same system. In our kingdom, we are self-tamed. We focus on where we need to go. And every other thing along the way. Am I saying that people don't because of race limit people? Of course it happens. But I want you to remember that even in the midst of that, there's always one Esther who gets beyond because she has a regulator called Mordecai. And Mordecai will say, don't declare that you are even Jew yet. Don't get in there and say, I've come to defend the right of my people. I'm a Jew and I want you all to know that's our right. No, he said, pretend first. Get through the door. Esther's moderator, Esther's regulator was Mordecai. And as long as she had that in her life she could become the number one in the nation was was esther then ahasuerus yes because it changed policies and you can imagine that one regulated person brought so much prosperity to a whole nation what will happen in spark nation now we're all gathering to give we're all mobilizing but god is going to raise one esther i'm prophesying already god is going to raise one esther who is very regulated and give her access to the king of the power brokers of all kings and what they will do is they will bring much prosperity back to the nation god says i fight with much but i can fight with one person so what i began to do is to trace what makes this one person one person they are regulated they understand mother voice 
they are not loose like other girls. I'm not calling any girl loose. I'm just saying we all have stories. But you can grow out of your story once you meet a regulator. So it's not the culture of the world. The culture of the world needs your emotion to keep running itself. If your emotion is not on the table, the system will crash. If you're feeling that the program in you through the media is not in the mix, their system, economy will crash. They don't like regulated people. So let me get into the mind of Jesus. Let me close this service tonight. God is calling us to that stage now. Since we've been everything. Powerful church. Powerful people. But now you understand why it brings regulation to you. It's saying you've called attention. Now go through and use the doors. Who can do that? It's a regulated person. Otherwise you'll be seeing doors from a distance. And you know it has opened somehow. But it's of no benefit for you. Because you are not a regulated person. You are a loose person. Even though you still come to church and pray in tongues, we still have to start teaching you divine language. Imagine we're still teaching about adultery or fornication. She doesn't speak our language. She sees the open doors. And because of that, God shut the door for this guy because this guy is a giver. He will give her what everyone wants her to get. I need to get to the mind of Jesus. So it's not about how hidden what you're doing is. Just know when you're doing those hidden things, you're trading nations for it. Because it has a price. So Jesus regulates these guys. Three scriptures and I'll stop it. Read yeah, when Jesus. While Jesus was still talking to the crowd. His mother and father came, or brothers. Uh -huh. Someone told him. Your mother and brothers are standing outside uh -huh. wanting to speak to you. They, he they, they, I, I don't know what they want to talk to me, him about. But if I know mothers and fathers very well, it's not about the talk they want to have with you. It's about the attention they need. What were you, he's teaching, people are there. What do you want to talk to him about, the dishes? There were no dish plates in those days. So it's not like, oh, Jesus, yeah, yeah I know you're preaching here right now. But um, you didn't wash the jollof rice plate. No. It's just, it's got attention with people. Let us show those people that we are his family. Imagine someone's mom telling them, oh, you're building Pastor Toby's dream right now and you're not building yours. Politely, you would have told mom, mom, Maybe let's build your dream together then. Oh, mom's got no dream. Because I wanted to say, oh, mom, mom, let's, oh, yeah, forget Pastor, let's build your dream. What's your dream? Um, no dream. I, I just want to, oh, my mortgage, right? So, mom, maybe if you've had a dream, maybe we'll be here building it together. But let's not be rude, please. Let's just say, Mom, I'm Pete's dream. 
it is it's the dream me that you're looking at. I'm the dream. There's no dream. I don't care to be president of any nation. If I become, it's a plus of some sort for the generation I want to inspire. So there's no dream. There's no kind of house we've not lived in. So that's no longer a dream. There's no kind of car we've not driven. That's not a dream. Martin Luther has a dream. I don't. You are my dream. This is my dream. I want to see an author come from whatever background and see him add finance all over the world. Or a hobby or an area. I want to sit down with them in the private jet and they're showing me how they are running the whole world. And I'm just in an island built where I train people to be leaders. That's fine for me. I'm telling you what my dream is. I want to sit down there and see you guys doing marvelous things. And I only owe three programs a year. Leaders and presidents of nations just come to hear the word. And I drop the microphone and go back to my study. That's my dream. That's all. I already do that now on small scale. That's the dream. So the dream is true. The end of my life, my study is going to be my most important thing. That's all. Not standing in front of people at 99, saying I'm 79, and talking about what time of the day to eat communion. Retirement or step down. So Jesus says to them, I wish we didn't joke around because now I'm getting serious and boom, it's 10. Jesus said to them, Who is my mother? He just asked a question. Please, have you got this in your Bible? Jesus now says, you remember we're getting into his mind now. He looks at them and says, who is my mother? Let us now define mother. Before, God forbid that we lose our parent. Because, but the truth is, they will die before us, right? That's the prayer of every prayer, right? If a parent looks at you and says, you, you go before me. You then say, huh? <laughs> That's their desire. He said, but before you hang your life on, I lost my mother or I get my mother, whatever. He said, let's now define who is a person's mother in Jesus' word. And you do remember that this is not to dishonor because God's purpose was in Mary as well. Who is my mother? Jesus asked. And who are my brothers? And who are my brothers? The people that come from the same womb as me? Let's hear what Jesus says now. Just before you take your life on a family that rejects you and rejects your culture. And say, you know, in our own culture, because we are from Syria alone, in our culture, Jesus says, now let's search. Who is my mother and who is my brother, yeah? Pointing to his disciples. So let's say Jesus is standing here and someone has come to tell me, my mom just came from a battle and she's not in faith, but she wants to see me outside. We need to talk. We need to talk. They'll say, 
Where's my mom? Jesus now pointing to his disciples, the regulated ones, who were regulated by his word. Do you understand that? Jesus points to them. This is Jesus. I'm not talking about Pastor Toby's idea. And points to his disciples and said what? Here are my mother. He looks at Beryl, looks at the hand, looks at everyone, the naked still. He looks at Gifty, he looks at Ashley. He looks at them and all the aunties in front. He looks at Ozzy. And it says, if you see anybody in front, they are aunties. There's no, don't be afraid of humans. We don't have time anymore. It looks at all of them. Do you realize at that time, it was his disciples? And he calls them his mothers and brothers. So, this is where I'm going tonight. What makes a person family? Your regulations. It is what regulates Henry that regulates Arthur. The moment Henry then says, Yeah, Pastor, I only listen to you, but you see the auto guy, I don't like. Okay, there's a problem now. You don't have brothers and you don't have mothers. Do you also realize that at that time Jesus points to them and talks about they being his mother? Their age does not matter. You see, in our culture, as your mom, I'm like 40 years older than you. No, but you don't have my regulation. So, Jesus pointing to his disciples, including the 15 year old and the 30 year old, plus the 80 year old, if there's any like that. He said, These are, finish that scripture. Here are my mother and my brother. This is Jesus speaking. That's the way kingdom thinks. So, hey, if everyone looks down today and is looking for my mom, who does it look for? People with the same regulations as me. Everything we've read is straight from Bible. That's what he's looking for. Why does it bring you into a family of regulation? The family you were born to were a blessing. They gave you the gift of bringing you to life. It brings you to a regulated family to bless them back. Did you hear what I just said? Yes, to bless them back, it means that most times they don't have what it takes. They don't. But according to this culture, they believe they do. So Satan's work is to make me submit to that culture. Or still be unregulated. And when they are blabbing against my culture, start fighting. You don't need to fight. You regulate. Finish that scripture, please. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven uh -huh. is my brother and sister and mother. 
Did you hear that? Whoever does the will. So what was Jesus teaching them all the time? The will of the Father. What is he trying to get to you? Why do we hold services all the time? As a family, he wants to teach you this will so that you can do it and become fathers and mothers. So when we talk about mothers of the nation, it's because they do the will, not because they are old. An old woman, without doing the will of God, and you know people can interpret the will of God. All the people are talking to you and they are, they are writing their own Bible in front of you, doing this with the word. And don't blame them. Most times they don't even know they are doing it. They've been doing it for years. Whosoever does the will of my Father in heaven, Jesus says, that's my Father. That's my mother. Second scripture. So we can close. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way. Uh -huh. He came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. This is the important part to me tonight. Uh -huh. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet. Please. What was Mary doing now? That's not Mary the mother of Jesus. So. But that would be Mary the mother of Jesus. The ministry called Jesus, she will be the funder and the money woman for the ministry of Jesus. But can we see what started her introduction? She sat because she knows how to mother a person of destiny. Ah. Our parents would have raised us better if they sat at the feet. That's why they, they may wish you well, but they don't understand your star, your destiny. They don't know it because they've not been to the feet of the master. So the first introduction of Mary was a woman who sat. Speak to me. Who sat at the Lord's feet. She sat at the Lord's feet in order to birth the Lord. Where was his mom? Busy with Joseph. Or standing outside. That's the one Catholic still worship. She was outside during the word. Was sat. How do you know real parent? The moment you picture that Pete is no longer sitting at the feet of Jesus. It's just going from meeting to meeting. And tonight meeting. Go from there to Antigone meeting. Then from there go to out to Il Advanistan. Then from there anti-ballistic meeting. It's going from meeting. Stand with the queen of, of Damning. Snapping picture. This guy is not sitting at the feet of the master. So he cannot discern people who come through to his church. He will look at them as church members. And he will begin to teach and fellowship with them according to church culture. They will say, I, I, I do their naming. I do their burial. That's culture. My friends, sit at the feet. That is how to birth a faith. Do you understand that? Do you understand why I said you are my dream? So I understand how to birth you. 
it is not by going from number 10 to number 1 it is by sitting at the feet that is the mother that gave birth so at certain times I know when to drop stuff and just go in it doesn't matter how many texts you sent you may say I'm dying right now sir I already know you're not going to die. You will leave. But right now, I'm in my location. Otherwise, I will begin to build a dream. And you will no longer be the dream. Why was he sitting at the feet of Jesus? Everything she was obsessed with, with her life, was that man Jesus. So she could sit there. Oh my God. Give her whole life there. From morning till night. It doesn't matter what was going on elsewhere. She's just obsessed with because she understands the mindset of Jesus. Who is my mother? He said, This woman here. This Mary. That's why she bears the same name. It is proverbial. Talk to me. Who sat? The feet of Jesus. She sat at the feet of Jesus. Listen. You cannot, you cannot bet what I carry until you sit at my feet. So it's not about I want to go give him a million. I say it's not gonna work like that. Where have you been? That's not visiting home personally. Oh, I want to see you. Sir. No, no, no. This one is fine. Until then. You cannot bless that ministry. So I realize what brings seed to people is they understand and hear the mind of the Lord. Yes, sir. Yes, they are regulator. Yes, sir. Speak to me. Who sat at the Lord's feet listening. So you're running a department of the preaching of pastor. All that is in your head is how to run your department. You're not helping me. You're deceiving you. You are outside when the word is going on. I know your body is sitting. But you were planning for Sunday service. Sunday service is good. But God will not use you. So you have no more spirit in there. All you have is activity. Also, should I not plan that? No, no. If you sit at the feet, you will be the best executor. Listening to what he said. Uh-huh. But Martha was distracted. Did you see Martha? It, she was distracted. Why? Because she wants to serve the world? No. Look at this. Distracted by all the preparations. That had to be made. Uh-huh. She, she, came. she was distracted by all the preparations. And she was preparing for Jesus. Though. But she was distracted. The issue is not the preparation. The issue is the distraction. It's not about Jesus. It's about how excellent she must look. Yeah? Talk to me. By all the preparations that had to be made, uh -huh. she came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work 
by myself. Because she's not your sister. She's a mother. Uh -huh. She's moved past you from the time you got distracted. Everyone who gets distracted, your friend, even if they are the highest givers, they will leave. Did you hear what I just said? They will go. Because you can't do this with flesh. They're not sitting under the... You know, you can listen to SoundCloud so much and send notes until it becomes a duty. I believe in notes. It makes you know that you're doing something. But you can now, it can become your schoolwork. So I'm not discouraging the notes people. I'm just saying notes does not mean you take note of it. So those who take your notes will get frustrated and say, but you are sending notes and you are still behaving like this. <laughs> I'm just saying my own note. Go on. Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me? Let me tell you something. The note thing is to encourage, but let me tell you something tonight. Leave him. Don't let him send notes. There will be a little guy God is raising under our nose. Eventually, he will wake up and say, what did I do? Why am I not taking heed to the word? If he's good, if she's good, she will submit to that little guy and say, sir, I now believe that. If it's not, he will try to strangle the guy and that's how people rise. Something will eventually show all of us if we are taking it to the word. It's called the note of life. So it's not living loosely. It's not, not asking people to be accountable. It's just saying, if I say to you, I listen to the word for 10 hours. If I don't, you will see it. Yes, sir. It's time. Whilst he is running around for money, we were listening to the word. He's still running around for money till now, 56. Waiting for billions. An untamed person who wants billions. If you're in this process with the billions you want, if you have it, one day you will carry AK-47. <laughs> and you will spray people. Because you believe money. <laughs> if you don't understand the power of money, it's because you haven't had it. Money will tell you you are now God. Do you know how people dance to money tune? People who have money. How they dance to people, how, they, how people dance to their tune. <laughs> Let's finish this story. Tell her to help me. Mark, what did Jesus say? That's what is important. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. The Lord called Martha twice. Martha, Martha, uh-huh. You are worried and upset about many things. So the question the Lord wants me to ask you tonight is simple. How many issues have you got? Now if I sit a typical person down, you can give me 10 issues. 
That's not the way this culture works. There is only one issue you must have. One. If it is three, you left. Hey, if it is two, you left. There's only one issue. Let's hear what Jesus says. You are worried and upset about many things. Many things is the problem. Many things. Uh-huh. But, but few things are needed. Uh -huh. Or indeed, only one. Did you hear that scripture? Yes, you are not talking to me. Yes, How many things are needed? One. Is marital issue needed? No, the church says let's segmentize this thing because people are going through a lot. They are married, they are immigration, they are this many issues. So you see what this cultural pastor just did? Threw the word of Jesus outside of the window. Went to carry issues. Like in Ghana must go back. Sorry, like in a Louis Vuitton travel bag. And place it in the church. It thinks it's dealing with it. It's not dealing with it. It's giving issues to people. Read that scripture again. Many things. You are worried and upset about if many things. If you don't make it in life, it's because of many things. Many bills, many things. There is only one thing important in your life now. Let's hear it. Talk to but me quickly. Few things are needed, or indeed, if Frost said one. few things are needed, but indeed, only one, only one thing is needed. The greatest man who ever walked the face of this earth tells us tonight, Smart Nation. That only one thing is needed. What is the one thing? Mary has chosen what is better. I said Mary was not given. She chose it. It is not that we blessed Mary with it. It is not that Mary's destiny is it. Mary chose. Many, Mary could have chosen the many things. Many things offered themselves to Mary. Issues will offer themselves. You just look at money issues. Say, nope. You look at men or women issues. Nope. The issue of church. No. They will present themselves. It's end of the month. One thing is important. You're given. Many things will come as well. But Mary has chosen. It's a choice. You don't understand. No problem can kill you unless you choose to give it power. No bill can kill you unless you choose to give it power over your life. So you see a young lady sitting down, depressed, unhappy because she has boyfriend. Issues that are not important. Issues that kills a person's fire. How do you keep a fire burning for many years? I've just chosen one issue. One thing that is vital. It is not what car I drive. It is not what house I live in. It is not what people say about me on Periscope or Twitter. I've chosen one thing. Are you listening to Miss Park Nation tonight? What did Mary choose? To sit at the feet of the Lord in order to beg the Lord's ministry. That was the old obsession. If you begin to care about taking Ghana, oh, there are children in Ghana, blah, 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 you will, nothing would happen. Because it's not an issue to choose. 
So there was the first time in an encounter God began to speak to me about Nigeria. First time since. You can imagine how many prophecies I've heard. People have prophesied on this Nigerian thing. Some said, the Lord said it's not time. And some said, the Lord said, now is the time. I'm thinking, oh my God. The Lord is just speaking back, back, boo, 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 from both sides of his mouth. The first time God will speak to me today is when I was preparing. It took me into a trance. And the first thing God said to me, he said, be careful. A man was sitting down, one of my regulators. He sat down. He said, be careful, pastor, so, 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 and so. He's been here to preach before. Why did I say that? Why did I say that? It says to me, choose one thing and all other matters will fall in line. So, do you know, the, the only thing that obsesses me is what Spark Nation needs to do. Where we need to hold service. Me sitting, what word to deliver. That's my obsession. That's where you come into as well. And that's a choice. In other words, if you want to, so the ultimate of that is not where Swag Nation holds service. Is that's the cover for us to penetrate every mountain and put the name of Jesus in the mouth of everybody. That's the one thing that I chose. I'm not choosing good marriage. Have you heard pastors say family first? I didn't choose good marriage. I'm not choosing good health. I'm not choosing money. I choose his feet. Guess what happens? With his feet comes all those things. You didn't hear me? So I don't need to choose those things. I need to choose the one thing. Did you finish? Quickly. Mary has chosen what? Are there Marys in this house that I've chosen? So, Mr. So Snatcher, come. Where's Stephen? Quickly, put the phone down, man. Where's Daniel? Come. Where's Kim? Come quickly. I need to stop this. I'll pray for you in a moment. There are many things that come at me in life. If the Lord says on Sunday, we need 1,500 people there in Atrium. We need a soul train. Do you know what just happened? He has chosen people who he expects to choose. To choose to see that happen at this three with their team. Come, Miriam, where the mobilizers. If you're immobilized, quickly. But what happens in life is plus God with many things we choose. What fast now? Why are you crawling? Are you ready to pray in the Holy Ghost tonight? Why are you looking at me like this? Is he your boyfriend? He has chosen Mary. I love the fact that it's always women that he chooses for these things. Mary has chosen. I told you, I've chosen one thing. That's the presence that matters. My parents are doing the will of God. They are amazing men of God. And they've opened spiritual doors on both. If that changes in a moment, they are not my parents. I'm sorry, but I've not chosen family life. 
I'm sorry, but I've not chosen money. I've chosen the one thing. And God calls us back tonight to that one thing. He said, you have so many issues. So not many issues killing the one. Those of you who are pastors, you have to care for your people being at their feet. But if you begin to care about, oh, what would they think? What would they say? They, no, no, no. Choose one thing. When Jesus, my master, is looking from heaven tonight, and what he expects of me is to lead you to his feet. That's what matters. A place where you've given your own life. You've given everything. So when Mary was at his feet, it's like nothing else exists. It is not for you to monitor how crypto is doing. You know, each time you've told me about crypto, it just makes me check how you are living your life. Crypto is not the issue. It's you. You are the regulator of it. God put it upon you. How is engineering doing? You regulate that. The same thing, pharmacy, IT. You are the regulator, your body now. Because your body has become a living sacrifice, it is the regulatory body. Did you hear what I just said? This body. I don't think you understand what God is about to do in the nations. The nations will see the power of God in demonstration. You see, Africa will, will take easier, way easier than London. This body, a living sacrifice, for the last 14 years here, becomes the regulator. This is the regulatory body. That's why I can't join it to a woman, I'm sorry. It is the because with the moment I submit to a woman's body, she, she regulates me. And they, yeah, I lose, I lose regulation. And that body, what that lady carries is nothing. Imagine your regulator is nothing. It didn't go to school as well. So they catch both of you. Don't use, come, sorry. Join it. Don't use. Why will church people not regulate Media Mountain? She's worshiping. I bless you, Lord. But she's committing sin. So a lesser person is regulating her. She's not chosen like Mary. And if you regulate, so if giving is not high, it's not you, it's them. Looking at the mobilizing saying, what are they doing? It's not about shouting on people. I gave them. No. It's regulation. God is able to give us a million dollars in a day and much more. Immobilizers know that their job is not collecting. It is called mobilizing. The word. That's not, I'm trying. No. They have chosen a place. What God puts on you is what I just told you. It's simple. This guy is worth 100,000 100, a month. That's what he is. If it's not God there, ask him. Who regulated you? I know you repented, but someone regulated you. And they brought you, when you messed up with that person, they brought you into what they carry financially. They became loved. Rise on your feet, I want to pray for you.
There is no scarcity. There is no scarcity of money. There is no soul, soul snatchers. Listen, there is no scarcity of souls. If you don't reach your target now, God is just raising other people and using you temporarily. Or the person will say, well, it's because I'm weak bodily, so I did this, but I've repented. Hey, it's okay. No. No. There's something God needs to do. So who bet the ministry of Jesus? The woman who chose to sit at the feet. Not Martha. So God switches us from trying to take care of Spark Nation and to say, I think my man of God is a man of God sent for a purpose. I've got to birth that. That's what you're birthing. Pastors, are you listening to me now? Our most important secret place, God keeps telling me, your elders in this nation missed it. The moment they got access to palace, that was the end. Palace regulated them. How can they then be the voice? Honestly to God, my mind is made up. Wherever we meet, from remote villages in Nigeria or Ghana, president will be coming to take authority for what they should do in their nations. Did you hear what I just said? So from the Bible, I know that's not a prophecy. It's I've seen what it takes to do that. He said, come to my feet. So I'm not carried away from how many people attend. So when I say to the soul snatchers, it should be, you, you should stand at the door counting. When you get to one five, you say, uh-huh. It is not so that pastor can feel. Look, if in this land today, people still think I've not done what is impossible, then I don't know what else to do. So it's not me proving something. It's you showing that you've penetrated into a realm where God can trust you as leaders of industries because your body becomes the regulatory body for those industries. So it is not author what is going on with crypto is going there. It's author what's going on with you. Because if God has given you that mountain, what's going on with attendance? What's going on with soul winning? It is you. It is not, oh, people are saying a lot of beer rubbish about Spark Nation. It, it means nothing. It is you. Those are the people to hold responsible. And what we're, what we're, what we're doing to their work, many matters. Belgium will say, yeah, I'm winning souls, but um, I've got my mom in Belgium. He said, uh-uh, your mom is on the street of Croydon. Looking for you. Worship for two minutes, please.